At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote it's time for today's lucky land horoscope with victoria cash Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hour number two of primetime action live from the South Point Hotel Casino, tip of the strip. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin. Before we update all the scores around uh, basketball, hockey, baseball, you got some lineups you want to talk about. Yeah, if anybody wants to place a bet based off of how these lineups look, we got the Reds and the Braves that will be in about 10 minutes. From now, Tyler Molly on the hill for the Reds. We got Max Freed on the hill for the Braves. For the Reds tonight, India leading off. Aquino in the second hole. Fam three. Votto four. Stevenson five. Sinzel in the sixth hole. Mustaka seven. Farmer eight. Drury is in the nine hole. Over for the Braves. Rosario leading off. Matt Olson, like I said, hitting in that two hole. I really, really, really like that for that mm-hmm. home run bet. Any extra bats, I will take all the extra bats I can get. Austin Riley hitting in the three hole. Ozuna, remember, he's back for the Braves this year after uh, having to go deal with some personal issues with him. He's in the four hole. Albies in the five hole. Duval six. Diarno in the seven hole. Dickerson in the eight hole. And then Dansby Swanson. That is a good lineup. In the nine hole there for the Braves. In that Astros. And Angels game, if you were with us last segment, there was a a reference there. It was something I was going to point out as well. I'm glad Paul did, too. Um, On the the, uh, Astros side of things, Framber Valdez on the hill. On the Angels side of things, Shohei Otani. Uh, For the the Astros, pretty much straightforward what you expect. Altuve, Brantley, Bregman, Alvarez, Gurriel, Tucker, Pena, McCormick, and then Maldonado to round things out there. But on the uh, Angels side of things, very interesting. So Otani's leading off. Trout in the two-hole, Rendon in the three-hole. Then Matt Duffy is hitting cleanup for the Astros tonight. 
Um, not Joe Adele, not Jared Walsh, not Max Stassi. For, it for is the, uh, for the Angels tonight. Yes. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Yeah, for yeah. the Angels. Uh, it's Matt Duffy that they have in the four hole. Joe Adele's hitting five. Walsh, Stassi, Marsh, and then Fletcher rounding things out there in the nine hole. Then the late uh, late game tonight, you Darvish on the hill for the Padres, Ma- Madison Bumgarner on the hill for the Diamondbacks. They're leading off on the Padres side with Austin Nola, their catcher. So they got a catcher leading off for them. Uh, Machado, Cronenworth, Luke Voigt, DH, there in the four hole. Uh, Will Myers, Eric Hosmer, Yerkson Profar. Uh, we got, uh, you just heard Paul say that he's pretty high on Ha Sung Kim. He's hitting in the eight hole there. He's filling in at shortstop while Tatis is out. Then Grisham hitting out of that nine hole. Dalton Varsho leading off for the Diamondbacks. Cattell Marte. Then we got Peralta, Walker, Smith, Kelly, Beer, Seth Beer. Solid Seth Beer. last name. Yes. Uh, Drew Ellis and then Perdomo in the nine hole there for the Diamondbacks. Again, that is uh, Paul said he was on the Padres tonight and yeah. backing the Padres and Darvish going up against Bumgarner there for the Diamondbacks. You, you have a problem with Matt Duffy and his 27 career home runs batting uh batting yeah. <laughs> I just was in the so, cleanup spot. I just it was I was I I pulled up the page and I was like okay that's interesting that's interesting. I was like wait a second. He had tw- he had 12 of the 27 with the Giants back in 2015. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, I'm sorry. When, when have we gotten to the point where catchers are leading off? Yeah, that, that that's yeah. We got that's, that's a, a dude, thing. We got, we got interesting stuff going on in some lineups tonight. <laughs> like yeah, we, the Padres leading off with their catcher. We got a guy with 27 career home runs hitting cleanup in a in a power packed lineup. So yeah, Matt Duffy, World Series champion, Kelly. Don't ever forget it. <laughs> Bold strategy, Cotton. <laughs> See if it pays off. <laughs> it is. I should mention all three of those games have uh have nine totals. By the way, so if anybody. If anybody's looking to play the over-under in any of those. Something to monitor is all these scores, right, mm-hmm. with the new rules. Yes. See if uh, there's any – can't do it after one day, but see if there's any uh, things we can generalize about, say, three weeks from now, four weeks from now. Kelly, let's update everything else. Yeah, a couple NBA notes real quick before some of these games start. No D'Angelo Russell tonight for the Timberwolves. He did the whole uh, not on the injury report, questionable this afternoon, and now out with a hamstring is what the Timberwolves are saying in a pretty big game for them tonight against the Spurs as they're continuing to jockey for position in those Western Conference standings uh, as well as the Spurs are in the, hoping to capture that maybe that 9 spot instead of the 10 spot. So no D'Angelo Russell tonight. And then word from the Grizzlies today, John Morant participated in 5-on-5 five five workouts uh, per Taylor Jenkins and is progressing nicely, might be able to play in one one of the final regular season games, the Grizzlies hope. So some big news there for the Grizzlies as they that head into the playoffs. That is definitely some big news. Um, over on uh, the hardwood, we have three games in action. Hornets on top of the Magic, 64-45, to 235 left in the first half. Hornets, 22.5-point live favorites, 239.5 the live total. Bucks up three on the Celtics, 40-37. to 37. Uh, 9.45 remain in the first half. Bucks, 8.5 point live favorites, 241.5 the live total. Sixers on top of the Raptors, 33-26 to at the end of the first quarter. Sixers, 6.5 point live favorites, 222.5. Nine for Embiid for your prop. Total. Okay, all right. Need a little bit more than that, Embiid, but I like it. Keep it going. Uh, over on the ice, yeah, one, two, three, four, five games in action. Rangers on top of the Penguins, one to nothing. Fifteen minutes left in the second period. Rangers minus two eighty-five live. Penguins plus two oh five. 
Four and a half, your live total juice to the over. Canadiens up on the Devils, three to one. 18 minutes left in the second period. Montreal, minus 400. New Jersey, plus 270. Eight and a half, your live total. Predators with a one nothing lead over the Senators, 30 seconds into the second period. Live numbers off the board right now. The Blue Jackets up on the Flyers, one to nothing. 13 minutes left to go in the second period. Blue Jackets, minus 330. Live Flyers, plus 230. Total set at five. Sabres lead the Hurricanes, two to nothing. Three minutes left in the first period. Sabres, minus 170. Live Five Hurricanes plus 130. Total set at seven. Juiced to the under. And nothing going on in Major League Baseball right now. No, we had a rain delay and uh, first pitch is coming here in a few minutes. Because, you know, when you can have a stage to yourself, man, if you're Major League Baseball... You got just. You got to do everything not to have that stage. <laughs> the Masters are over. Go ahead, baseball. Oh wait, nothing's oh, going on. Rain in Washington. Got it. Uh, two NBA tips coming here in a few minutes. We do have those Spurs and the Timberwolves. Timberwolves laying seven. That total. Uh, 238 to 239, you'll find out there. Uh, and then the Blazers at the Pelicans, the map round game of the night. Pelicans laying 16 and a half points at home. 222 <laughs> and a half to 223, the total on that. Matt game. Brown, game of the night. Mateo Marron. Matt Brown in Spanish. Uh, I uh, gave you credit on a numbers game this morning. I was talking about the uh, the NFL draft bet that you made, and then you discovered while on primetime action last night that it was even more favorable number at William Hill last night. I actually went ahead and made that yep. bet. And while that number hasn't moved, what did move? Well, let's the, let everybody know what that bet was. Yes, that was first corner, first first cornerback selected. Yeah. Uh, while Sauce Gardner is the favorite like a $4 favorite, Derek Stingley, plus 280. Yeah, yeah. And again, this is before this is before any of these new mock, like, you know, the new versions of mock drafts come out. And we got three before, weeks of that. Yeah, yeah. And before anybody starts to say, like, ah, I talked to this GM and they this, that, and the other. But one, one market that did move is um, for a guy to be picked inside the top 10. And Stingley now moved to minus 120. So I got a lot of tweets about that too when yeah. I talked about it. People were like, "What about my, what about under you know top yeah. ten? Yeah. So he he moved as a more as a favorite now to go inside the top ten. So basically, what people did do is see that and say, "Well, someone's going to pull the trigger on him now, whether he's the first corner or not." So some interesting stuff coming out of that. So it was, it's I've been monitoring a ton of this stuff. I mean, looking at these these different mock drafts out there, we are in the. I don't want to say not to pay attention to the mock drafts right now. I'm saying we are in the, like, everyone's trying to make their mock draft unique phase of this process right it, now. That's right. In order for me to be relevant, I must yeah. do something different. Yes. So you have to kind of sit back and, you know, I saw one today where it had, like, three quarterbacks going in the top ten. And it's just like, that's not going to happen. But, like, he wants the headline of, Blah, blah, blah. Said three quarterbacks going to the top ten. And, you know, it's just. I can't deal with. Well, I mean, you must have said this, too. Yeah. But, like, the, the thing that always gets me is when you do trades, right, in your mock drafts. Yeah. At that point, you lose me immediately. Where it's just like, okay, there's no point to this because you have no idea. Yes. If this is going to happen, right? So, just, like, stop with the trades. Yeah. It, it, I just don't. Uh, that I don't get either. All of this. But, again, just. If there's. Look, a guy going out on a limb here and there or something like that, that that's fine because we've seen wacky things sometimes happen in, in, in the draft. I have no problem with that whatsoever. But if you see something where you're kind of like, okay, this thing looks drastically off from everyone else's out there, then it's probably 
it's probably not a good one for you to look at and try and like make any sort of educated decisions off of. So just understand, like Gil mentioned, we're we're moving to the end of basketball season, baseball starting up. Like people trying to cut through the noise here a little bit. Like you know, it's 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 become the hey, look at me, I've got. I have three quarterbacks going in the top ten. Look at mine, you know, quote my draft. Nah, man, I, I'm not playing your game. Yeah, not playing your game. I was at Jeff Parlay, uh, producer number five and eight on a numbers game, host of Bet Center on the weekend is Jeff Parles. He changed his name. I don't know why he changed it to Parles. But uh, Parlay said this morning as a Jets fan, mm-hmm. Daniel Jeremiah's last mock draft, again, one of many, but yes. we respect Daniel Jeremiah. He has Sauce Gardner going to the Jets at four, and his only pushback – on the whole Derek Stingley going first cornerback is that he doesn't think the Jets would have the stomach, and he's probably, this is really good Mm -hmm. pushback on it, he doesn't think the Jets would have the stomach to take another cornerback who has an injury history, right? So, Mm -hmm. like, that's kind of, if you believe the Jets are going to go corner. Right. There's, and then there's that whole thing of, okay, well, do they take, one of the tackles at four and then come back around and right. take a corner at 10, when in that case it probably would be Stingley because the because yeah. the thinking would be that Gardner might be gone at that point. So. Remember, eight teams have I two know. picks in the first round. Eight teams with two picks. A quarter of the league right now <laughs> has two picks in the first round, which means a quarter of the league doesn't have a pick at all. The previous record for multiple picks in the first round is six different teams. So barring trades... This is going to be a historic draft. That is bizarro. Eight different teams. I'd run them down, but, you know, we've done that before. I don't want to bore you. Uh, But trust me on that. We'll come back. Updated Masters odds, we hope. We'll see if Kelly has uh, gotten those for us. That's next. Beeson's Primetime Action. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like, check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken, beer made better. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. As always, drink responsibly. It's Gil, Matt, and Kelly. Uh... We're still uh, we're still marinating on those uh, updated Masters odds. Is that what we're doing, Kelly? Oh yeah. no, we got them. We got them. Oh, we got them. Ah, marinate no more. Cam Smith, one shot behind the leader, Sung J M, is your current short shot after round one at Augusta, the 86th Masters. Cameron Smith plus 550. This at DraftKings. DJ, who is two shots back among those that are two shots back, he is at six to one. Scotty Scheffler, who is lurking two shots back. He is at 7-1. to one. Sung J.M., the current leader, plus 850. No respect for Sung J. And then the double-digit parade begins with Patrick Cantlay at 11-1. to one. Is there a bet up there, Matt? Look at Tiger. By the way, Tiger has been adjusted to 35-1. to one. So if we're looking at tee times for tomorrow, again, it does look like the afternoon is the afternoon wave is going to be worse than the morning wave, yes. and so if you look at the guys that are going off, some of the names that you could, you know, that you might could look at playing. Corey Connors goes off at eight fifty-five in the morning. You've got let's see as we go down a little bit further here. Sung Jay actually does go off in the morning, so that that certainly helps him and the fact that he's already up there, so he's going to be going off. In the morning as well, Dustin Johnson goes off at 10:12 a.m. Uh, Zalatoris and Cantlay are both in that morning wave as well. And if you think that you know Rory or Brooks or any of those guys can kind of right the ship, they go off in the in the morning. So that, those are all pre 11 a.m. tea times, guys. And then after that, look about about midday is when they're kind of expecting this. What is a there will be a breeze in the morning, like they're saying, kind of somewhere between eight and ten miles an hour. They're expecting this to get up to, to kind of twenty at some point, and they're saying as early as kind of midday. And so then you start to get with these tee times here, where these guys are going to be finishing their rounds in you know what could be twenty mile an hour sustained winds out there, and that's just a very that's a that's a very bad spot to be in. And of those guys, that's like. That is Scotty Scheffler and Tiger Woods and Joaquin Neiman 
and Daniel Berger and some of those guys that we're finding up at the top um, are all going to be going off some of the latest tee times there is. Like th- those are all guys that are teeing off after 12:30 in the afternoon. So just maybe if you're looking for somebody you want to speculate on, maybe one of those earlier earlier morning guys. And also if you're looking for something to speculate on, maybe like a lowest lowest round of in the of the second round or something, I would be looking at one of the one of the morning guys as well. I mean, again, I also think just the course overall in general is going to play tougher because it's an extra 24 hours for this thing to dry out, an extra 24 hours specifically for the greens to get faster. And with that, you're just going to have a bunch of guys that are, you know, not only missing putts, but, you know, three putts are going to start to come into, come into play as well. And so I'm, I might be doing a little bit of research tonight as well to see if I want to reinvest in some of these guys that I'm already on that are going to be teeing off early, but that's that's kind of about it. Um, Kelly, I don't know if you held back any any bullets or planned to play some of you know any of this stuff. Yeah, I, I, I did hold back a little bit, but um, yeah, I mean, man, I'm combing through this right now. I, I think the one kind of longer shot play I, I might like is, is Terrell Hatton. Just looking at, you know, Numbers from today, number one in the field, tee to green, and lost over three strokes putting. You would, you would think that mm-hmm. putting is going to calm down a bit. Um, I, I, he's fifty-five to one at DraftKings right now. I think that if you're looking for a longer shot type play, I kind of like that. But, but yes, he is. You know, he's five strokes off the lead. There's a lot of big names in front of him. Uh, I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying to look at. You know, I'm on Neiman already, on Scheffler. Um, just don't know. I think the odds should be longer than 25 to 1, I feel like. You're basically getting the pre-tournament odds for Hovland when he's five strokes back right now. I don't know if I love that too much, but I'm on him. You know what I mean? Like it's I, I think that's the one you're right. I'm gonna have to go in and kind of dig into this more tonight, this, too. This is what I was saying earlier. Uh, I because I don't necessarily agree with the two over thing that you're done. I think somebody tomorrow morning is going to shoot a 66. Someone who tees up. Maybe it's Corey Connors at 25 to 1. Corey Connors has an early tee time. I have Corey Connors. I got got I added some or I, I got some last night. So I'm not sure I would add some, but he has an early tee time. And I would not be surprised if someone like him just shoots lights out in the morning. And then as as you said, Matt, then it gets worse weather-wise. It's gonna be cold on uh on Saturday. It's gonna be in the fifties. You would die out there on Saturday. It, it, it would just <laughs> crumble in the fifties. With Twenty mile an hour winds yeah. and fifty degrees. That's basically like twenty five degrees. So yeah, yes. the, the wind chill. Yes. The wind chill is minus four forty, yeah. I believe. So, that so like that's another guy, Gil. I I just I feel like like I feel like Neiman and Connors are guys I would probably be recommending more. I feel, but I just feel like their odds are a little short. Maybe I mean shop around a little right? bit. Yeah. Sh- shop around. Maybe you you you'll probably be able to find numbers, uh, you know, better numbers out there if you do. But you know, twenty five to one on on Hovland and him. It's. I feel. I would want a little longer on those, but I do. I hear what you're saying. Those are two guys I would look to. I would like to look to target if I were. If I weren't on them already. Yeah. Um. One of the things I will say, if you're looking at stuff like we were saying, look, putting here typically doesn't matter. Like you know, being a good putter or anything, anything like that. And but one of the things that stands out to me is guys that just putted ridiculously well and guys if you want to if there are some guys out there that you want to look to maybe fade or something so look former champion here not taking anything away from but Danny Willett gained over four strokes on the field putting like 
today, right? I mean, well, I mean that's just completely unsustainable. unsustainable. Like, it's just not going to happen again. He's sitting three under. I might look to try to target him in some so, head-to-heads if anything gets posted here between now and, and when they tee off. And then also, listen – Sungjae, now, Sungjae does a lot of stuff well, so I'm not going to say that it's going to necessarily affect him all that much, but Sungjae was the fourth best putter in the in the field today. You know, so again, there is at least a little bit of something there that, that could regress um, come tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. You know, I was trying to think before, guys that I'd look to bet, you know, bet on, I think there are more bet against uh, attractive opportunities like you're talking about, Matt. I think that, you know, will it? Yes, Sungjae, what he did out there. Um, you know, Harold Varner had a, a few amazing shots today, but I'm sorry, and this this is a little, this this field's a little outclassing him, I, I think. He's one under par, but I would look for him to regress a little bit. Harry Higgs, too. I mean, I, I just, I think there's more guys that I would be looking to bet against that are near the top of the board than I would really be advising and, any bets on. And then on the flip side, of that guys like you know you mentioned Terrell Hatton he's at even par today and he fought through that yes. with losing 3.3 strokes to the field putting right and so he was actually the worst putter in the entire field and best mm, degree today and was able to still shoot even par so again if there's if there's anyone that maybe is that what happened to him today is if if there's anything like you know from a Hatton standpoint maybe from a from, a, from any 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 additional head to heads that get listed or anything like that like just remember that this is a dude that even if he just gets a little bit of positive regression putting i mean he easily would have been one under today if not two under today if it, if it wasn't just as bad as it was and so um could be coming his way. And then you kind of look at the rest. The putting really does tell the story outside of it him. Does. Out, yeah. Like outside of Hatton, everybody that putted poorly had a horrible score today. Like, like everyone, everybody that putted poorly had bad scores except for Hatton. Yeah, I'm with you. That's where I, I think of as far as play ons, I think there's plenty of play against opportunities tomorrow. Mm-hmm. The only play on that really jumps out to me is that Hatton. It, it's yeah. a longer shot one, but 55 to one, you catch a 55, 60 to one on Hatton after what he did today. I, I think that I think that might not be a bad bet. I just feel compelled to say this because he is the defending champion, and I always say it before every tournament. I'm like, we never mention Hideki Matsuyama, and he's even par. He's only five shots back. I just we just don't give him any juice well, whatsoever. Matt and I mentioned him a lot this week. I got a lot of bets against him. I got a lot of bets against him. <laughs> or that, right? I got or a ton even of bets worse. against him. I really need him to go away. I need him to pull a Paul Casey in that he's not feeling very well and uh, withdraw. I, I'm just saying whatever whatever he's got cooking, he is he is model proof. <laughs> No, I, Gil, I'm with you. He was, uh, he was frustratingly impressive to me today. Yeah. With and, and especially since a, every time you saw him hitting, I kept hearing reports of, oh, Matsuyama's telling everybody how much he's struggling. He can't really. He's his back's hurting every time he walks and bends over, and then it's like, and then I see him put an approach shot, you know, four feet from the pin. So I, that's the other one, you know, that some of the post the post round stuff from Tiger. He's saying what he's been saying all along. It's, look, I can hit every shot fine. It's just the walking. The walking's killing me. Yeah, but, you know, we're asking one more round out of him. Hey, That's all we need. Hey, what we said, Matt, yesterday, even par Tiger all the way through, buddy. All the way through. We're good with that. Yeah. Hey, it, it, you know, I got, a, I got a plus 110 on the way out of here last night. Let make the cut. Decky was amazing around the greens. And he's actually pretty average around the greens. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see. I, I'm I think him shooting even was 
was pretty good for him, considering he was battling the injuries and all the stuff like that. I think that's pretty impressive. We'll come back. We'll discuss NFL draft props, namely first, second, third, fourth, and fifth picks in the draft. You can bet on those next. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime action, live from the South Point Hotel Casino on the tip of the strip. Uh, don't forget about all the uh, wonderful promotions going on, including this one right here. Um, this one, another chance to win cold, hard cash. The Masters uh, with the Born in a Ballpark Challenge, I should say, presented by Blue Moon. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join pools to fight for a share of $62,500 in total prizes. DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon is where you go to check out all the information there. Remember, 21 and over only, please. Born in a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon. Skill Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin. Want to talk some NFL draft? No? Sure. Okay. I mean, I was saying before, the best we can with this. I was saying before the break, uh, Kelly, we didn't hear. I was I, numbers game audience knows this. Before this show started, I'm I'm betting on a tennis match right now, where the two ladies' names are Angelina Kalinina and Alize Cornet. I found it. They rhyme. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Angelina's up. Uh, I need Angelina to get home. Yeah, yeah. minus eighteen hundred live right now. Up six five in the second set. Yeah, she's two points away. Come on, get it done. All right, odds to be the first pick in the NFL draft. This is the one that we've talked about the most. And Aiden Hutchinson of Michigan remains a pretty strong favorite to be the first pick in the draft, one would assume, by the Jacksonville Jaguars, minus 280. Trayvon Walker out of Georgia, edge rusher, plus 300. Everybody else now distant double digits, the two guards, uh, Iquanu and Neal, and then Kayvon Thibodeau at 20-1, to 1, Malik Willis at 35-1. to 1. You believe that Aiden Hutchinson's the guy here? I have I have a bet on Aiden, Aiden Hutchinson. What'd you lay? The 250, as opposed to 280. Okay. Right. So 250 on that one. Again, I mean, look, they could surprise everyone. I suppose that that's, that could certainly be the case, but um, and I understand people are really trying to make a case for Trayvon Walker, but again, I, this is where I've, over the years, this is where I've kind of like figured out how this cycle works where it's like there's a guy that everyone says should be the number one pick and then people spend three weeks trying to tell you that there's you know the the case for the other guy and it's, and, I, and I get it you know I mean like look there's got to be content made there's got to be stuff to talk about it'd be very boring if from now until the end all we said was like oh no Hutchinson's going for sure like that's it like there's no there's no way in the world you know like that's happening I'm trying to no think an- anecdotally when was there a time where, like, we woke up the day of the draft and we found out it was going to be someone entirely different than we yeah. thought it was going to be. And I would have to go back to Russell Maryland and Rocket Ismail when the Cowboys had the number one pick in the draft. I just remember it was everybody thought it's going to be Rocket Ismail, it's going to be Rocket Ismail. Then you wake up that morning and you're like, oh, they're not picking him, which was a huge shock at the time. And, you know, and look, uh, Walker, I think, has certainly has a potential to go second overall. I think that someone could, you know, could do that. Or the maybe the Texans decide to keep that third pick and, and they take him third, whatever well, it might why, be. Well, they, why don't we look at the number two Yeah, because they fall in love with him. But I, I'm, I'm firmly of the belief that if, they are, if, if Jacksonville's keeping this pick, they got the two offensive linemen in the offseason, I'm pretty sure they're going to take the best pass rusher there is available in a passing league. And that everybody at this point has come to the consensus that that's Aiden Hutchinson. Number two pick in the draft, currently held by the Detroit Lions. That's where Trayvon Walker is a short shot, but he is a co-short shot with Aiden Hutchinson. 
So in case the Jaguars don't pick him, the thinking would be that the Lions would probably, uh, both at plus 250 there. Malik Willis from Liberty, the quarterback, plus 450. Thibodeau all the way down to 5-1 to one there. This is – there keeps – and, again, maybe this is just people trying to make a story out of something. Like, there are some pretty smart people who keep saying that it could be Malik Willis, but the reason I went so heavily on the over 2.5 – quarterbacks is because the Lions do have that 32nd pick as well, right? And so if they choose to pass there at three, it gets all the way down to them. And, yeah, Malik Wills will be gone by then, but it's whoever's left, right? Like whoever whoever they feel is that third best quarterback. Yeah, if they're not convinced on one of them. Right. If they don't think, you know, and so whoever they think is that third best quarterback is going to be, you know, if, if he's sitting there at 32, then they're going to pull the trigger there. So that's why I was so heavy on the on the over two and a half quarterbacks. But some people think that that Willis, just with the upside that he brings, and I think that Malik Willis can thank Josh Allen for this. Oh, ton. totally. Like, yeah, right. Because people saw what he morphed into in, in the course of two years, and – like the people, people are looking at Malik Willis, going, "But could he do that? Like, but could he do what Josh Allen did? And if that's the case, then yes, it would be a home run pick to get him with the three pick because everybody going back and going back in time, everyone would have taken Josh Allen number one overall. You know, it's like, it's like if you could go back in time, but you, you know, you can't do that. I do actually have a bet on him here. Oh. I, I made I made that like a month ago. I remember you made that. Yeah, yeah. with the odds, oh, that's right. Little, that's right. Odds were a little longer, so I have plus five fifty. The odds have actually they got shorter. And now they've gotten a little bit longer again on Willis to go number two. But yeah, I did I did make that just with that, uh, you know, that kind of speculation that you just laid out, man. I, it's I'm I'm more comfortable having a longer longer bomb number on him at number two, especially with the Lions, where I just don't, like, I don't know what, they, they could go in so many directions, but it's, like you said, at some point they're going to have to address quarterback, so could they fall in love with him? Sure, I think that could happen. The buzz that I'm hearing, and don't take it as any more than buzz, is that the Lions are now starting to be associated with Desmond Ritter at 32. That's starting to be a thing. I mm-hmm. think there's a chance. I think I think there's a chance there's four quarterbacks. I don't think there's a consensus number three, that's for sure. Right? right. Like like I think maybe a month and a half ago everyone would have said that it was that it was definitely Corral. But mm-hmm. like I think now with what they saw in Ritter, the Corral thing, like, there are some people apparently that think Sam Howell I was gonna say, I is, see Sam is Howell. even still in the picture, right? Like as as like the third best quarterback in the draft. So I don't think there's a consensus number three with that at all, and yeah, I think it could. Be, I think it could easily be be Ritter. I would love for Desmond Ritter somehow end up in Washington, but doesn't sound like he's going to get to the second round now. Third overall pick, you can bet on this as well at DraftKings. This is where the offensive linemen previously thought to be perhaps the first pick in the draft. This is where they become the short shots. Iki Aquanu uh, is the short shot here at number three, currently held by the Texas uh, by the Houston Texans. Uh, he's plus one eighty. Evan Neal from Alabama's at three to one. Then you go Edge at Trayvon Walker, edge rusher from Georgia, five to one. This is where Sauce Gardner shows up finally in single mm-hmm. digits at plus seven fifty. But as you have said many times, and I think you're absolutely correct, Matt. Why would the Houston Texans use this pick? It, it it makes no sense whatsoever. Like it really does. And we're not going to sit here and say for sure they're going to trade it out. So we can only kind of handicap this from from us, you know, assuming they're going to keep it. But again, it's just team just needs. The team just needs everything. So yeah. when you need everything, although they weirdly extended Brandon Cooks today for two years, I, I, I you know what I had that written down. Did I they forgot really? to bring, forgot to bring that up for the last. 
does that, what does that say about Brandon Cooks? I, I have no uh, idea. Because the one I always made fun of him the most for was he kept getting randomly traded to a better team throughout his career. You know what I mean? It was like he went to the Pats, it was the Rams, the Saints, like kept going to better teams. Then he landed in Houston, and now he wants to re-up with Houston after what he just went through last year. I'm, I'm with you, Gil. Like, what, what does it say about I that guy? So this one, what we're saying is this one would be impossible to figure out, or would you take a flyer on a quarterback here? Because of the trade I, possibility. I mean, for me, it would be if we knew the Texans were holding on to this pick, I think I would just be putting in bets on b- both the offensive linemen at the top and calling it a day. Why would they keep this pick? I, that's where I, I, I think like, what, this one's almost does, unbettable. Where right does now. that get them? Yeah, I, I'm with you. But I think that's plenty. If some of these teams are going to, I think some of these teams in this draft are going to be begging to try to trade some of these picks. So they're just not well, going to have any dance and we have, partners. And we have the eight teams with two two right. picks themselves, right? So I I just wonder is any are any of these quarterbacks so desired by any team that a team would trade up at three and grab? Like we right. gotta have Malik Willis, right? I just don't know if that thought exists. But people get quarterback crazy. I, I think there's that kill, but I also think with, with all these teams that have multiple picks, like you might. Some of these teams that have multiple first-round picks might be more willing to get rid of one of those picks for cheaper than they would have in the past or in a different draft, right? right? Like I think that's a possibility, Easy, too. Easier to do a little swap up. Right. I don't know. I, I, I think we're going to be doing this draft bedcast. I think it's going to be absolute madness. It's be awesome. I think there's going to be so many trades during this uh, this year. I mean, in, in you know, look, we did awesome last year. I can tell you just from – Scanning this stuff all day long, not like a, not a chance it's going to be as good this last year. Last every day, like it's harder to bet. I'm just year. not going to be able to have as much yeah. action. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. just not going to be able to have as much going. Well, right? I think, just, don't you guys agree? Like I think it's I think we're going to see a ton of trades with all with all these teams that have multiple picks yeah. and like they're not being. Like I don't think there's as many clear-cut stars at many as many positions. You know what I mean? So I think there's like the wide receiver market, right? If one team might have one guy above another, like okay, that may, might make it worth jumping up a couple spots. And if you have multiple picks in the first round, it makes it a whole lot easier. Want to save four and five for Reed? Let's just throw in four real quick. Odds to be the fourth overall pick. This is currently held by the New York Jets. One of their two picks. Fourth overall pick over at Draft. These ones have been moving, too. The fourth and fifth just got posted, I think, in the last day or two. I had to retype these up about three times because numbers were moving. Thibodeau plus 250. Sauce Gardner plus 350. And then Jermaine Johnson checks it at plus 450. It's like if we knew for sure Trayvon Walker was still going to be available, then it's just kind of like... You'd go that you'd way. Take a guy, I mean, if, if, if people are trying to make a case for the guy being number one overall, then it's kind of like, okay, then I would then I would take him you know, at five there. But I guess the, the number is where it is because he's expected to be gone. We'll look at the number five overall pick, the fifth overall pick market, and Reed Fowler will join us. Maybe he'll chime in on that from DraftKings. Both an N, uh, NFL and PGA analyst. We'll talk to him about both that and the Masters next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, 
Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard, and then on I'm top of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. The Masters, of course, has teed off, but that doesn't mean you still can't make money this tournament. Our experts will tell you their best bets during the tournament. Four matchups, long shot opportunities, in which golfers have the best value to win on Sunday. Sign up today, get full access to VSIN through May. That includes the start of baseball season and our NFL draft betting guide for only $19. $23.91 Canadian dollars. You are on it tonight at vsan.com slash spring. It's Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and uh, Kelly Bidlin. Let's take a look at that one last draft prop we have uh, from DraftKings, then we'll go to Reed Fowler here momentarily. But this is odds to be the fifth overall pick in the National Football League draft. Again, currently held this pick is by the New York Giants. One of their two picks, Icky Aquano and Evan Neal, the short shots, 2-1 to one and plus yeah. 250. One would think they would go offensive line. It's going to be one of those two guys. I mean, you could, you know, you could – push one bet and if it was icky and pray that it's Neil and you can make a little bit of money or something like that. I mean, it's going to be one of those two offensive linemen. For sure. Let's bring in Reed Fowler from DraftKings. Uh, always joins us to talk golf and football, and I'm very curious to hear his golf thoughts after the first round at Augusta. But since we were just talking NFL draft, by the way, hello, Reed. How are you, sir? Hope you're well. I'm good, Gil. How are you guys doing? Doing very well. Uh, we, we just made a comment or you know, before the break that the nature of this draft is Eight teams mm. with two picks in the first round. So many trade possibilities, perhaps, because of that. The Texans at three, one would assume wouldn't use the pick. They have so many needs, one would assume they would trade them. And so our, our sort of conclusion is we might not be able to wrap our hands or wrap our arms around this draft betting-wise quite like we have, say, last year uh, by comparison. Would you agree with that generally? Yeah, and especially with the quarterback class that we have this year compared to last, 
right? Whenever you have a solid quarterback class, it's a little bit easier to think that the teams will trade up, try and get their guy, and, and or, or vice versa, right? If there isn't, they'll trade down, maybe acquire some picks for the next couple of years. But right now, it's, it, there's there's really a question mark. You guys mentioned Icky. Like, he's someone that I have right there, you know, at that fifth spot. But if the Texans do stay at number three, they're probably looking at Evan Neal and someone like that. If if Davis Mills, if this is the time for Davis Mills, right, in Houston, and they just now signed um, Brandon Cooks, then, you know, they're they're looking to, to stay put. They're looking to build around their quarterback in Davis Mills. So we'll see. Yeah, you make a good point, though. though. Why would Houston want to just acquire picks and then get as much as you can? Read everybody was, you know, look, if you run models, if you do things that everybody assumes you need to do to win at Augusta, if Justin Thomas wasn't number one in your model, he was in the top three for sure. He was either first or second in every version of the ones that I ran first across the board and the ones Kelly ran. I talked to several other people who he was at least one, two, or three across the board. In a very un-Justin Thomas-like round today, what what did you see if now that you've kind of looked at, at the stats and things and stuff like that, what did you see from him? And do you think that there's there's a rebound here maybe that could take place or, or, or something broken? What's going on? Yeah, I mean, I think this is just the nature of Augusta National. Um, when you think you have it all figured out, what happens is you don't, right? And you take a look at Justin Thomas and what he did today like, it wasn't terrible, but at the same stretch, right? Like, he hit, let me take that back. It was terrible because he shot four over. But, like, it wasn't all bad, right? He's still someone that we know in our models coming in pre-tournament would have, like, should have been the odds-on favorite to win this whole thing. And there was no case against him other than this guy hasn't won a major since 2017. And you have guys like Phil Mickelson and Tiger Woods who have won majors more recently than Rory, Spieth, and JT. So, like when you think when you think about that, and you, now you think about Augusta National, where it can cater towards the guys who've played here quite a bit and have played well, then you start to figure out that okay, maybe it's not that that easy as to run or model, put that guy in there and say he's going to win. I thought that Jim Bones, like I thought Bones would have been that skeleton key for for JT. Just hasn't worked out. It was a difficult, it was a difficult round for him and a lot of guys. I mean, you look at Brooks Kepka on the back nine too. He did not play very well at all. I talked to Casey Kerr yesterday. He said the same thing. He thought Bones McKay was gonna was gonna be the difference that Justin Thomas really ostensibly got Bones yep. McKay for this tournament. Uh, just refresh our memory because I'm not sure I know uh, at all. Maybe so. Maybe it's not even refreshing my memory, but telling me for the first time, what are your biggest positions in this tournament and how did the first round go for you? Yeah, well, some of mine were at the top there. It was Colin Morikawa, Brooks Kepka. I went heavy in the guys who are in between that 20 to 40 range just because of the trends pointing towards, you know, guys inside the top 25 in overall world golf ranking. We're going to most likely be the ones at the end of, of Sunday, you know, uh, wearing the green jacket and hoisting the trophy. So right now, a lot of my guys like Morikawa Brooks, uh, Berger was also a guy who have a heavy position on, who played well all the way up into the 18th hole where he doubled and he went back to one under par. Um, and so I'm very heavily invested in that 20 to 30 range. And you take a look at some of the long shots, right? I didn't really get a lot of exposure to long shots because we rarely see it happen. I mean, Hideki Matsuyama at, at plus 4,500 or 45 to one, you know, he was a long shot last year and that's basically it. Right is when you take a look at some of these guys. Danny Willett won in 2016. I think he was 66 to one, but he was also ranked 12th or 13th in the world coming into that week. 
So I'm heavily invested in these guys at the top that obviously didn't play well in round one. Still, right? There's still three rounds left. You take a look at how this can pan out, and maybe some guys who are four or five back can make a move tomorrow. Reed, as we do look at the top of the leaderboard, Sung Jay sitting there, and look, he's a guy that I think you know a lot of people just kind of look past. Um, but he does everything well, you know, I mean, he does everything pretty well, especially when you start to look at over the last kind of 36 rounds and all that, you know, I mean, he's, he's 10th in this field off the tee. He's ninth in this field, short game. He's seventh in this field and in those long par fours, he's first overall in bogey avoidance. I mean, he does a whole lot of things. Well, now he put it out of his mind today. Do you think that Sung Jay is the type of guy that has what it takes to to keep this going over the next three rounds? Or when you see such a putting outlier like he had today, are you are you looking for a regression? A, a little bit of regression, right? Because, you know, those things can easily switch. Having said that, if you take a look at what he's done when he's gained over six strokes total in the past, and I'm sure a friend of the program and a friend of mine, Rick Gaiman, put this out on Twitter, you know, his finishes are are, are decent, right? He's got a couple of wins, a handful of top 12s. And when you when you have a lead like this, and if you take a look, guys, since 2000 and like I think the last decade or so, the the eventual winner, their position after round one is an average of you know the top five. Now trends and all that can be absolutely disregarded, right? When it comes to weather, if that changes, and obviously from year to year it can change. But you know if you're within the top five, top ten of this tournament, you have a really good shot. And Sun JM, we know that this is the case with him. It was just weird because. The last three tournaments for Sunjay, not gaining approach at all, nor was he, you know, in the last two off the tee. So his ball striking was, you know, absolutely gone. And we know that he can make, you know, he can make a lot of putts, but that's on Bermuda. So, yeah, it can happen at any point, right, guys? Uh, like, look, look, I mean, a guy like, you know, uh, Zalatoris, like he putted fairly well. He saved a lot of strokes putting today, and that's usually not the case. And that's what... That's why, you know, the Masters is such a fun tournament to bet on because any one of these guys can win, but we see the cream rise at the top. I, I sent this text more than once today during the round, uh, and I'm curious your thoughts on it, which was in some some sort of variant of, uh, hey, look, Scotty Scheffler's going to win this thing, isn't he? Like he's been standing in front of us for the last two months, has won three times, and here he is just quietly lurking towards the top of the leaderboard. Would you be at all surprised if Scotty Scheffler takes the Masters? No, not at all. Not at all. Neither would I be surprised if Cameron Smith wins, too. I mean, look, look at what he's been doing as well, right? Won at Century, won the player. Like, he, you know, he won the players when golf was second nature. It was second fiddle to his family which, you know, obviously makes a lot of sense. They hadn't seen his family in two years. So look at what these guys are doing. And Scotty Scheffler, if you take a look at what he did last year in the majors, right, I think it was three top eights, and then his worst finish was at Augusta last year, which was an 18th place. Those are in the majors. And then he comes in, and he's doing what he's doing over the last five events. Would not be surprised at all. When when the difficulty ramps up, guys like Scotty Scheffler, even guys like Will Zalatoris, you've seen his strokes game numbers on difficult courses. They just... Their game rises to another level. So, yeah, would not be surprised, especially the way this guy plays around the greens and making those long putts of 20, you know, 15 to 20 feet. He's one of the best right now this season, so I would not be surprised at all. So if you had – if I were to give you – because I'm a generous guy, Reed. If I were to give you 100 <laughs> American dollars for you to put down an outright tonight for the rest of this tournament, who are you betting on to win this tournament? 
Man, I, I really want to say Harry Higgs because I want someone who took their shirt off at, at the Waste <laughs> Management Phoenix Open to win Augusta National. Maybe he takes off the shirt and then puts on the green jacket, but no, that that wouldn't be responsible. Uh, look, Patrick Cantlay is lurking, guys. He's at two under par. Look, his you know what I'm looking at too is guys that have played well in these difficult situations before. And we remember 2019, Patrick Cantlay had the outright lead on the on the the second nine before Tiger eventually won. And Cantlay, you know, obviously didn't do as well coming down the stretch. But he's right there. He had a fantastic second nine. So at, at two under par, I really like Patrick Cantlay. Reed, always a pleasure. Enjoy the last three rounds of the Masters. Should be great. All right, guys, take care. Appreciate it. Reed Fowler, everybody at Reed T Fowler. On Twitter. Enjoy being handsome as well. (laughs) Enjoy. And keep being handsome, Reed. (laughs) Keep being handsome. We'll update all the scores next around uh, multiple leagues. Coming back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.